Section 10 of the Hollow Tree and Deep Woods book. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Hollow Tree and Deep Woods book by Albert Bigelow Payne. Section 10. The Second Pig Story. Mr. Dog tells of another runaway who has a strange adventure. When Mr. Crow had finished the story about the little runt pig, Mr. Dog nodded, and said that was a good story, and that he knew the mate to it. So then he filled up his pipe too, and lit it, and leaned back and told the story about Curly the Runaway. This, said Mr. Dog, is the story of a saucy pig, a saucy fat pig, with a curly tail. He wasn't good to his sisters and brothers and was greedy, and not very clean either, because he wouldn't wear his bib at the table, and often grab things and tip them over, instead of being polite and taking what his mother put on his plate. Besides this, the saucy pig, who was called Curly, used to boast of how strong he was, and how fast he could run, and how far he could jump and when he heard some story about a little runt pig who ran away and made his fortune the same one you told perhaps he went around boasting that he could do that any day and that he could run twice as far as any little runt pig and get twice as fat and take twice as big a prize at the fair well he talked and bragged about it so much that by and by he really believed he could do everything he said and made up his mind to run away sure enough he didn't creep out through a hole and slip away, as your little pig did, but took a pretty valise that he had got for Christmas and put all his things in it, and some of his brothers' and sisters' things, too, and then put on his best suit and walked out the front door, as big as you please, with the others all looking at him and wishing they were as big and strong as Curly, so they could go, too, or take their playthings away from him. They didn't care which. Then one of them ran back and said, Oh, Ma, Curly's running away. Curly's running away, Ma, and he's taken our things. But Curly's mother didn't worry much. Oh, well, just let him go, she said. He'll be back quick enough. Then she took her afternoon nap, and Curly walked out across the meadow, sniffing the sunshine and talking to himself about what he was going to do. Then he remembered that the little runt pig had run, and Curly thought he ought to run some too. But he was so fat he couldn't run far, and had to sit down to rest. And then he walked on again and kept walking until he thought he must be almost to the edge of the world, which his mother had told him was just beyond the woods. He was getting very tired, when all at once he came to a gate and looked up, and there was an orchard full of ripe apples and peaches, just as the little runt pig had found. The cracks in the fence were too small for him to try to get through, but he thought he could wiggle under the gate. So he got down in the dust with his new clothes and wiggled and wriggled, but he couldn't get through, and when he tried, he couldn't get back either. Then he began to squeal. He could squeal louder than any two other pigs almost, and by and by Mr. Man, who was working in the next field, heard him and came running. When Curly heard Mr. Man coming, he thought, 
now he'll take me home and make me a great pig just as he did the little runt pig but mr man didn't here you rascal he said what are you doing under my gate i'll fix you then he picked up a long scratchy stick and commenced to beat mr curly first on one side and then on the other till he squealed and howled so loud that you could hear him almost a mile then mr man caught him by the leg and opened the gate and pulled him out now you go home he said and curly started but he was so frightened that he didn't know where home or any place else was and he scampered off without his hat or playthings and ran and ran and ran till he almost dropped and just then when one of my family who had been digging out a mole happened to see the pig running and took after him and caught him and dragged him round and round by the ear till mr man came running and parted them and held my relative by the collar while he pushed curly with his foot in the other direction now i guess you'll go home he said and curly thought so too and limped off trying to run it was such a long way back home that it seemed as if he never would get there every minute he thought he heard my cousin coming after him but he couldn't run any more to save his life and his ear was bleeding and hurt him and he cried and squealed and when at last he did get home he slipped in the back way and tried to wash his face and brush his clothes before they saw him but they all saw him come in with his sore ear and his nice new clothes all torn and dirty then they began to laugh and point at him and said oh here comes curly the runaway he's been to the fair and brought home the red ribbon on his ear and that was the very meanest thing they could say for of course they meant the red blood on his ear and poor curly ran to his mother and cried and sobbed as if his heart would break and said he would never never run away again as long as he lived and i've heard concluded mr dog that he never did end of section ten read by celine major